What time is it? I said, what time is it? It's episode time, motherfuckers. Gents, boys, and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Street's golden boy, Dre Day. What's up? What's up? What's up? This is episode 121, 120. And this episode here is my WrestleMania recap. Well, actually, not my WrestleMania recap. It's our WrestleMania recap, because again, when I do my wrestling episodes, I have to have my two bros from Florida on here with me, and we just finished watching WrestleMania, both parts for that matter, part one yesterday, part two today, so we're going to get into both of them, so of course, without further ado, may I introduce my usual suspects for my wrestling episodes, my bro Nick and my bro Angelo, what's up, what's up, what's up? What's going on? We are actually doing this on the Zoom app once again. Um, they wanted to stunt with their Hulk Hogan shirts. So I said I got something for their ass. And now I'm rocking my Stone Cold shirt. The real GOAT. We don't support Hogan over here. Not in my household. No merch. No none of that. I only support when Booker T says what he says. Huh? Nah, I, 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 nah, 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 nah. I might, I, I, don't, I don't know. I might have to reconsider that. I don't know. I don't know. But still not over that shit. I don't think I ever will. But anyway, fuck him. We ain't talking about him. This is uh the Mania recap. You know, don't choke, don't choke, bro, don't choke. This is the Mania recap, and uh, of course, it was too big for one night. You could say so. They basically broke it up into two. And uh, first, before we get into this, what is like if y'all had to grade it from a, on a on a scale from one to ten, what was your what 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 grade what grade would you give it? Uh, one bite. Everybody knows the rules. Eight point two. I would say eight point two out of ten. Okay, eight, eight's not bad. Eight's not bad. I, I agree. Eight, eight point two. Okay, eight, okay, eight's not bad. Eight, eight's not eight point two is not bad. I agree. I agree. It's an eight. Eight out of ten under the circumstances. Obviously, the elephant in the room was this was the first time that they actually did this event with no fans. 
of course, because of the whole coronavirus thing, they had to change the venue, and then they had to have no fans. Even under those circumstances, I still think they did a great job. I still think they did. So they deserve credit for even wanting to go out there and doing it, even without fans. So we got to salute them for that. Definitely. Definitely. Now, before we get into these matches, Angelo, I already know what your favorite match was for Mania 1. So I'm not even going to ask you. Nick, what was your favorite match for Mania 1? Uh, it's hard because my two favorite matches were the matches that weren't a traditional match in a ring. So for me, my favorite event of the night was Taker versus AJ. But okay. actual match match was what I said was going to be the match of the night from the get-go was Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Ooh. Wrestling, bro. That was wrestling at its finest. We said, like, we said that we said that that match might have the potential to be the stealer, to, to, to be the stealer. And out of all the matches on the card, this might be in the top five. It might be in the top five. Oh, it's in my top five. Okay, all right. So, Angela, I already know you're not too thrilled about AJ losing the Taker. So, how you feel about that? It was an adult way. It was, it was the ending of Freddy versus Jason. Like, yeah, Taker got him. Well, he took his hand out. He ain't dead. But it was great. It was great. The storytelling was awesome. Do you think this is the end for Undertaker now? Nah, no. No, because I just saw something on Instagram before we started doing this, and he posted some, and he said something about um. What the fuck he said? He said some shit. Let me see if I can find it now. Let me see if I can find it now while we doing this. Like he posted it a little after SummerSlam. I mean SummerSlam. A little after WrestleMania. A little after WrestleMania, he posted it. Let me see what he said. Let me see what he said. It was a hell of a ride. Hashtag Boneyard Match. Hashtag WrestleMania. Hashtag Thirty Years. Does it sound does, does that sound like he retiring? Maybe the the American badass gimmick is retiring. Yeah, I don't think he'll end on that. Well, my whole thing is I I think that's not going to take a retirement forever match. Well, I know his whole thing was he definitely wanted to bounce back from the Goldberg shit. He de- like he definitely wanted to do something to where he could bounce back from this, from that, and he did in this match. Like I like I like I loved what I saw out of Undertaker in this match. Truly did, truly did. Him and AJ, they both picked their spots. A lot of shit talking. Of course, the um Carl Anderson and Gallows got involved. So when they got involved, I kind of figured, all right, cool. Kane's gonna show up eventually. Didn't happen. Undertaker did it by himself. He did it with the Dark Order from AEW. <laughs> I just saw something about that too, and it was a, and, and it was a picture of Matt Hardy underneath them or some shit like that. Oh man! But overall, but, but I, I liked it though. I like I, I liked the match though. I, I I definitely liked the match. Um, I don't think this does. I don't think this hurt AJ by losing. I mean, he lost to the Undertaker, so I don't really I don't really see this hurting him at all. Like, no. he, he put on a classic with Taker. Ain't too many people that can say that. 
And let's be real. The last few manias that Taker has been in, since the loss, they were lackluster. Yeah. The Bray Wyatt one was lackluster. I mean, the shame. I mean, the shame one was actually decent. Yeah. The Roman Reigns one was the Roman Reigns one was trash. The shit with Cena was horrible. He didn't even perform at WrestleMania last year, right? Did he? I don't think he did thirty five. I think he showed up, but he didn't have a match. No, I don't even think he showed up. I gotta check that out. I gotta check yeah, that. Yeah, the WrestleMania thirty five. I don't think he was there. I don't. I mean, but I think as much as I love the American badass gimmick, I don't think that's the the image that he wants to leave the Undertaker on. I think he's gonna end in the whole dead man gimmick. Okay, well, it's funny that you said that because I have, WrestleMania thirty seven is gonna be Taker versus Sting. It better be, the, and it's in Hollywood. This is this is it right here. Don't come back. Don't do no super showdown. Don't do none of that. His last match should be next year against Sting at Mania. Yeah. That should Even be. If he, was, if he was gonna have two more, I would say Sting next year, and then to actually retire, believe it or not, would be Kane. I think both of them. He doesn't have to put anybody over. Nah, he fuck that. No, no, nah. Just one more match with Sting. I don't want to see nothing yeah. else with Kane. I've seen enough of that. I don't think anybody loses by losing to, to Undertaker at WrestleMania. Like you, there are people who like superstars who talk about having a match at WrestleMania. Right. And then there those who have a match with Taker at WrestleMania. Like he has a streak to protect. And you know he's most often going to go over. But to have a match with Taker at WrestleMania is almost like being the elite of WrestleMania. Hmm. Like very few dudes have had like. To gone up against Taker at Mania, like Shawn Michaels, Triple H. Who else did it? Diesel, you know, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Edge, Randy, Edge, Randy Orton, Batista. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, now. How do we feel about Goldberg losing? I know I'm on cloud nine because he lost. Great. I feel great, right? I drink to that. I I, I know I, I know I'm I know I'm happy he lost. I wish Roman I, 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 I wish I wish Roman would have been the one to beat him, but I mean under the circumstances Roman couldn't do it. I mean congrats to Braun though. I just think it's yeah, fucked. I, I just think I just think yeah, yeah, he deserved it. He deserved it. He had too many chances, and they dropped the ball with him. But I mean, I just think it's fucked up that he had to do it in an empty, in an empty stadium. But it is what it is, though. I'm just glad the belt is not on Goldberg no more. I, I, I'm very, very, very satisfied of that. Very much. What else? What? What else? What else happened? That ladder match. That was a yeah. I I, th- I think that match was probably the second best match from from Saturday. Yeah, you played on my emotions. Sort of, uh, Uso and uh, Kofi being tag champs. Was you okay with that ending, though? If, if Kofi and Jimmy Uso would have pulled the belts down and been tag champs together, that that, that that's what that's what that's what it would have been. 
if each one of them would have pulled the belt yeah, down, that's yeah. what I would have taken it as. Oh, I, we, oh, I was oh. and said, how great would it be right now if Cody pulls down one belt and Jimmy Oso pulled down the other belt and they both fit at the same time and they're both tag teams together. And they both looked at each other like that was a little panic. But you already know when them two, you already know when no, when when those two teams is in matches together, let alone ladder matches, you know it's gonna be a classic. Like you already know with those dudes, it's just something about them that their chemistry is just off the wall with each other. I think when it comes to, I mean I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but when the Hall of Fame comes, when those two teams go in. I think it's only right that they induct each other. So whichever one goes in, whichever one goes in first, let's say New Day goes in first. Yeah. Uso should induct them. Then when it's day turn, New Day gotta induct them. Yeah, I and mean, I was telling Angela one of my favorite moments of not last year, but I think the year before was when the Bludgeon Brothers debuted, and it was during an Uso and New Day match. I remember. And Jimmy Uso had gotten injured, and Xavier Woods got injured. Kofi was doing his own thing, I think, with the WWE Championship. So the next night on, on SmackDown, you see Big E and Jimmy Uso look at each other like, let's go take care of business for our guys. Yeah. Because they can't, be, they can't fight right now. Let's fight together. I think those those teams interweaving with each other is great. They, they just have such a chemistry. I agree. Them. I, I, I agree. I, lo- I, I love when they get in the ring together. I love it. I love it. I haven't seen tag teams that mesh that well since, like, the Hardys and the Dudleys and the Christian. Those yeah. three are the only ones who've ever meshed, like, the New Day. And- Those are the only three I can think of. Yeah. I can't even think of no team from the Golden Era. I can only think of those three teams. That yeah. that comes as... That- that they even meshes like that from the Golden Era would be the Heart Foundation. Yeah. Yeah, Brett and Brett and the Anvil meshed like that, but that's it. I wouldn't say anybody else. The Rockers never meshed like that. Rock and Roll Express, Reapers, none of them meshed like that. Okay, 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 okay. Um, uh, excuse me. Raw Women's Championship. These are words that come to mind. What 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 what, what word comes to mouth? Mm-hmm. I think Shayna Baszler should have been the one to take the belt off of Becky. I think everybody is not over Becky, but like it's before a good thing is bad. You know, you don't even have too much of a good thing. Like Becky was a good thing, but now it's been too much. I think Baszler should have been the one to take the belt off of Becky. It's kind of been like a stronghold over the belt until somebody else can challenge her. Angela? I love Becky. I love Becky as champ, but I think one year is enough. Yeah, for real, like 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 a, a whole year. Like I, I, it's t- it's time to give it to somebody else now. Yeah, and besides, just to get rid of that belt by Royal Rumble, not even by Mania. You know what I mean? But she had it. I love her as champ. She's doing great, but the time has come for her to ask that belt. It's gotta go to somebody else. Kind of reinvent the character, you know? I feel you. Completely, but just give it a little fresh enough. Should have been enough for Becky. Angelo, what you got? I agree. I didn't like it at all. And I felt like Shada was more quicker and she was kind of carrying back. And only eight minutes. They only had like like only eight minutes in the ring. 
as much as they was hyping this shit, they only get eight minutes out of that. Like, mm. Vince dropped the Vince dropped Vince dropped the ball with two women matches. But we gonna get into the other one a little bit later. We gonna get into the other one a little bit later. But he definitely dropped the ball with this one. Absolutely. Baszler should have won. It was clear she should have won. After what she did at the Elimination Chamber, she should have won. But again, yeah, this won the cheap too. Like that's not a solid win for Becky. That's like a escape by the skin of my teeth, Becky. You know. But I think it's gonna. Con- I think the rivalry is gonna continue though, because again, from yeah. Raw, from again from Raw last week, I think when Becky was talking, or whatever Shayna Baszler, you know, hit her from behind. So I'm quite sure that whole thing is gonna continue. So who knows? Maybe at the next pay per view, which is Money in the Bank, who knows? Maybe she'll drop it to her then. Who knows? Unless she's in the ladder match and wins that, but who knows? Let's see. Um, Elias King Corbin. That was kind of like a snooze fest for me. Yeah. Yeah, it was obviously like Elias being great, but yeah, it was okay. It was a bathroom break. I agree. Yeah, I think I think it was two matches on this card that were bathroom breaks for me. One was on part one, and another one was on part two. Let's talk about the opening match. I want to get your opinion on that. The women's tag title match: Alexa Bliss, Nikki Cross. Against Kyrie Sane and Oscar, which I think about that because I actually enjoyed it. For like, 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 for, like for 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 that match, for that match. Go ahead, go ahead. I was very disappointed in this whole event, honestly, because I came into this whole WrestleMania with you know upset that it wasn't happening live, there wasn't the crowd, that the whole situation threw me off. Mm-hmm. And so I picked up that the first couple of matches, right up until we get. To uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins were like surprise roll-ups. The, the finishes came out of nowhere. That was because we had heard we did the predictions that Vince McMahon filmed two endings to each match. So I feel like he was going with surprise roll-ups at the end of each match. Mm. So I kind of got turned off, but I thought, other than the ending, this match was great. I thought, you know, Alexa Bliss did really good. Nikki Cross looked really good. Yes, she did. Yes. She showed out in this match. They are good, you know. They, it was a solid match. There's nothing wrong about the match. I think it's just the ending. Yes, I agree. I agree. What's that move called? Five Feet of Fury. That's the name. That's the name of the move. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. She's got the uh, Twisted Bliss, which is the Twist- one she does off the top rope, and then she's got the Five Feet of Fury. Oh, so the Twisted Bliss was the one that she didn't land properly. Yeah, if she comes off the top rope, she does kind of like a fork screw. Yeah. That's the twisted twist. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I just think the ending was trash. Overall, I loved the match. I enjoyed it. I definitely enjoyed it. All four of them, all four, all four of them did an amazing job. I just think it was just that ending that didn't sit well with me. That's probably the only thing. What you think? How you feel, Angelo? the ending but the match wasn't it wasn't boring they should they should put subtitles up that shit wasn't boring though the right team won though 
Because I think, I mean, Oscar and Kyrie saying they ain't really do shit with the belts anyway. So. I think my biggest complaint about this this WrestleMania was not enough shot. I mean, granted, under the terms that we have, there wasn't enough, like, shock moments. Like, people, character changes, you know what I mean? Like, we should have gotten a heel turn at some at some point of this. Who's going to turn heel, though? Who's going to turn the heel? I thought the good, the good heel turn would have been to have um, Cross turn on Bliss after losing the belts, after the Warriors retaining, or was the other one we talked about where a heel turn would work out great? I think I mentioned that, too. I think I mentioned that. Yeah. There was a couple times where you could have had a good heel turn, like a heel versus a heel, that makes another one a baby face and one even more of a heel. There were multiple times in this card we could have had that and that. We just didn't have any kind of shock. There was no real shock value to this other than like Baszler not winning or, you know, I, I honestly can't think of this. Really no shock moments. Two cinematography matches were great, but no, there was really no shock moments on this WrestleMania. Mm. Same here. It was a bit predictable. Yeah, some of it kind of was. I'm not even going to front. Some of it was. I'm disappointed in the Sami Zayn-Daniel Bryan match, but not because of them. I'm mad at the fact that they only had nine minutes. Yeah, they should have way more. Way more. Way more. But see, this is what happens when you have all these matches. Like, you have all these matches and you're not able to fit them all in. But then again, you did two parts to this shit. So they should have been able to have way more time. You could have at least gave them 15 minutes. Nine minutes is all they get? Come on, get out of here with that shit. I mean, KO and Seth, they took a lot of time, but it definitely was worth it. Yeah. It, de- it definitely was worth it. They, I, I, think, I think that was probably the best match of part one. I know, I, I know you want, I know you with the whole AJ and Undertaker thing, Angelo, but I, I'm for, for 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 part one. I'm giving the nod to, to, to KO and, and and Seth Rollins for matching the night. It's hard to call AJ versus Taker, and it's hard to call the Fiend versus John Cena matches. You know what I mean? Those are <laughs> creatively are amazing, but actual in-ring wrestling matches. Yes. AJ, um, AJ and Taker wasn't a wrestling match. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? It was a good show, but it wasn't a wrestling match. Whereas Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins was a clinic, like I said, in wrestling. Those two guys, they know each other very well. You can tell they trust each other very well. It was just a good show. It was a good match to watch. If you wanted to show somebody who doesn't know wrestling where a wrestling match is, you could put on that match and they would get it. It was such good shit. It was such good shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we do part two, before <laughs> b- before we, before we get into part two, we just recapped real quick the first eight matches from Saturday. Aside from part two, if you had to grade part one on a scale from one to ten, where what would you rank? Where, where would you rank part one from a scale from one to ten? I would do, this is a rough one, I'm going to give you a little bit of a window. 
I would do six point eight to seven point two. I think that's de- I think that's decent. I was gonna go seven point five. I think that's decent. There were good matches, but there were also bad times. There were times where we looked at each other and said, "What the fuck are we watching?" And then there were times where we looked at each other and said, "This is fucking great." Yeah, because so I-, I would say between a six point eight and a seven point two is very fair. I think the only matches on here that can be worth talking about is the women's tag title match, Morrison against Kofi and Jimmy Uso, KO and Seth, and Taker and AJ. That's it. That means this card was average. It's eight matches. It's four matches that you could talk about. The other four was trash, so... It was average. Yeah. They they did just enough at the end to get us to want to watch part two. Yep. AJ and Taker did enough where I wanted to see what they were gonna do with part two. Yeah, I feel you on that. I feel you on that. I think that's what I think that's why night two, I probably wouldn't have watched night one. I would have turned it off and gone to bed. I think that's more of a reason on why they made that match last. Oh yeah. I think that's they why a little bit of like a taste of what they could do and it would with part two cinematic match, they did a fucking bang up job. Oh no, well, 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 we definitely about to get into part two right now. But before we do that, we're gonna take a quick little break because I wanna get me another Snapple. So, um, when we come back from this quick little break, we're gonna get into part two and we're gonna talk about the matches that took place last night at WrestleMania. 36. So again, this is your man Dre Day, the Hoods ESPN, representing that Sportsway with Dre Day podcast with his two special guests. Well, his two co-hosts from Florida, my Florida brothers, Angelo and Nick. And I I, I really hope, I'm hoping that they'll rip their Hulk Hogan shirts like Hogan did, but they cost a lot of money. They cost a lot of money, so I don't think they're going to do that, you know, but a brother can dream, though, so... We'll be right back and we're gonna get we gonna recap part two from WrestleMania 36. Holla at your boys. What up, what up, what up? Your boys is back. Episode 121. WrestleMania 36 recap. Uh my two co-hosts from Florida, my two brothers, uh Nick and Angelo. Had to get y'all on here again. When I do my little wrestling recaps, I definitely need y'all on here. So, again, thank y'all for being on here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And now, let's get into part two of WrestleMania 36. The second night of WrestleMania. First match. Charlotte Flair, Rhea Ripley. That was a shit finish. That's what it was. This was Rhea Ripley's time to shine. I don't think Charlotte Flair gained anything from winning the NXT title. And I think Rhea Ripley loses a lot from losing the NXT title. I feel you, Dre. I feel you. Telling you. Rhea Ripley couldn't have run the world from beating Charlotte at WrestleMania, and Charlotte wouldn't have lost much. 
Angelo? Oh, okay. He's got a slice. <laughs> for the non-visual, non he's got a slice. Definitely don't want you choking. I feel the same. I feel the same. I feel... How you gonna have NXT dominate both Raw and SmackDown the entire year? Win without any losses at Survivor Series. This is the last proof. The climax that they dropped the ball with it. Kind of makes everything that NXT did this year relevant. So that shit around. Vince, Vince, Vince. Just die already. Betray, such good shit. Ow. <laughs> this man done dropped the ball twice at WrestleMania, and both of them was women title matches. He dropped the ball on both of them. There is no reason on God's green earth why Charlotte Flair had to win the NXT women's title. You get nothing from it. That's like Steph Curry leaving the NBA, going to the G League, and winning a championship there. What do you get from there? Like, like, what props do you get from there? She was the NXT Women's Champ before. What's the point of putting it back on her? I don't want to hear about, oh, oh, she probably not going to be there for that long. No, come on. I'm not trying to hear that, dog. I'm not trying to hear that. She had no business winning this match at all. No business and at it, all. They better and, not say she's an 11-time champ because... Oh, no, you know they're going to say that. You, 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 you know NXT title before. Don't count it now. And if you, you're going to count it now, so is Adam Cole a world champion? You know they're going to count it. You know they're going to count it. As they soon... She's an 11-time champion. What as, about the time she won the NXT women's title before? Is, it, is she a 12-time champion now? As soon as she put her in the figure eight, I knew it was over. I knew it was over. He's, I, he's so disconnected from, from what the fans really want to see. Like, there are, there are times on this card, night one and night two, that you can tell Vince McMahon had a hand in things, and there are times where he had no part, and you can tell. And this was a five-star match. I enjoyed it. We're great. It didn't feel like Vince McMahon had anything to do with those parts, but the parts that he had a hand in, you could feel it. My only issue was the moaning. Yeah, that shows too much. It was too, too goddamn much. Both of them. In fact, the whole damn card, everybody was doing that shit. Now, now that I think about it, I was hearing too, I, I was hearing too much. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I was yeah, hearing. Charlotte does a lot of shit talking now that we didn't hear nobody drowning her out. She's a lot of shit talking, and I and and and, that, and that's why it hurts me to say this because I love Charlotte in the ring. She's one of my favorites in the ring, but I'm tired of her having these goddamn titles. I'm tired of it. It's like you keep shoving her down our throats with these damn titles when she don't need it. Yeah. This NXT title should not be She's with her. Rhea Ripley should have that title. She should still be the champ. She could have won the match and it wouldn't have done no damage to Charlotte at all. Yeah. Honestly, 
honestly, Charles at the point now where you could just give her, like, she could have a part-time schedule and just kind of be like your like specialty event. You know what I mean? Like, she doesn't need to be on the team. She's great that she is. She's amazing in the ring, but she's hit that level of stardom where Charlotte doesn't need to be in every week's TV. She doesn't be just something you bring out. She didn't put in the work already. The ten time champ. You can't take that away from her. She is a workhorse. They have put a lot of their women's division on Charlotte Flair's shoulders. And I think you can get away with getting less of her on T V. You know? Mm, 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 mm. There are other stars. There's Ember Moons out there. There's Peyton Royce's out there. You know what I mean? There's Nikki Crosses out there that could use that time. You could put that you could put some light on them and let them shine a little bit. Let Charlotte Flair play your big money act that you put on pay-per-views only. You know what I mean? I feel you 100%. Rhea Ripley, I feel your pain, baby girl. I feel your pain. I so was rooting for you. So was rooting for you. But that boss of yours is still lost in the times. They, 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 they keep they keep talking about this. They looking forward to the future. They're looking into the future. No, you're not. And this match right here just proves that you're not. You're not listening to your fans at all. Because we wanted Rhea Ripley to win this match. If you was listening that much, you'd have you you you'd have put her over as opposed to putting Charlotte over when she didn't need to be. Next match. This was a this was a snooze fest. Alistair Black and Bobby Lashley. That was a snooze fest. Glad that Alistair won, though. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm glad he won. We all three said he was going to win. But it was a snooze fest nonetheless. Yeah. Otis. I think this is one of those matches that isn't a WrestleMania match. This is a backlash match. This is a, you know, no mercy match. This is not, you know, should I, WrestleMania. Should I take it a step further? They could have put that on the pre-show. You could have gotten away with a 12 to 13 or 14 match card, not 16 matches for the WrestleMania yeah, this year. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that, that's just two. Actually, that didn't need to be WrestleMania match. That's this just, should be your Super Bowl, not your playoff game. You know what I mean? Not your off-season match. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Otis Dolph Ziggler. I was I was I, I was I was entertained. Not gonna lie. I was entertained. I'm not gonna lie. My man Otis, he milked that kiss. What? <laughs> what and you? Yeah, Don't plead the fifth on me. I, I, I answer the question. Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't that care. Good. I, 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 I don't yeah. care. I don't care who there. I want an answer. <laughs> Shit. I think this is another one like Bobby Lashley and, and Alistair Black that didn't need to be a WrestleMania match. It could have gotten away with being a backlash match. It could have been even a SummerSlam filler match, but it felt out of place on a WrestleMania card. You know, nothing against either one of them. They're both great. That match was great. The story was great. The way it ended was great. I just didn't feel like it needed to be a WrestleMania match. 
Mandy Rose outfit made it a WrestleMania moment. <laughs> she that outfit that outfit made it a WrestleMania moment. I was like, I was like, damn, yo, what happened? I, I, I got smacked for this, but the first thing I said was Jesus Christ. I was like, okay. yo, I was like, God. Now I see why, well, I mean, I don't think he does it anymore, but I know Corey Graves before, he used to go bonkers when she came out. I don't think he do it anymore. I guess because he with Carmella, but before, pfft, the goddess, he was, he was, he would go nuts. He would go nuts when she came out. I don't think he'd do it no more, but I don't I, I don't blame him. Like like the whole hottest WWE female superstar. I think I might have to do a tournament for that. I think I I think I might have to do a tournament for that. Are we doing brackets? Let's put money on brackets right now. Yeah, we'll probably have to do brackets. The four the four hottest have their own bracket. And then we do, and then we take it from there. <laughs> I think, yeah, I think, I think, I, I think, I think that's a good idea. But can we come up? I'm trying to think. How many? How many can we come up with? Past and present, obviously. Yeah, sixteen. The best, the best female performer of all time. No, the hottest. The hottest? It ain't got nothing to do with your ring ability. I'm talking about your looks. Oh, send them all home, man. Trish Stratus already won. Okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> Confident in that one, I see. Confident in that one. You sent them all. Hey, hey, you was doing Tommy Hank on Instagram. Sasha went blonde. Mm. I think this match by far was the best match of part two. Last man standing. Yeah. Edge, Randy Orton. Edge looked good. Nine years off, wasn't supposed to wrestle again. He looked good for his return. He looked good. He still pulled his body weight. He still what? Still pull his body weight. Cause... That shit he did on the gate when he did the elbow drop to Randy Orton on that steel yeah. table. I was like, yo, I'm like, okay, Edge. I was scared though. I thought towards the end, I thought Orton was gonna win. Yeah. Yeah. Towards the end, I thought he was gonna win. But I'm glad he didn't, cause I had Edge winning. So I'm so I'm so I'm kind of satisfied. Yeah, it was dope. Mm. All right. Raw tag titles. Throwaway. Yeah, it was a throwaway. It was they had good spots, but throwaway. And, and again. NXT. And again, they ain't had that much time. A little over six minutes. <laughs> they fucking, when Belair came out, 
Oh, he lost his mind. He lost. I think that I think that was probably the highlight of the fight. When she came out. More about should Bianca Belair be allowed to use this lion's tamer's whip of a haircut she has. Well, I'm glad she did. I'm glad she didn't use it tonight. I'm glad she didn't use it tonight. I'm glad she refrained from it. And y'all know why. Honestly, that should be like a surprise. That's me saying she only uses it if she needs it. Not a main event thing. Ah, you love Vega. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes, yes, I do. Yes, I do. But not for nothing. When the match was over and they all started ganging up on them, something told me I think she was gonna come out. I started to think. I started to think it. The way they had the camera set up, it was like, all right, I think it's about to be an entrance, and I think it's about to be Homeboy's girl. I think she's going to come out and save them. What's her finisher? What's, what's her finisher move called? Vega? No, um, Bel Air. Oh, the kiss to death, the KOD. Mm. It's like what Enzo used to do. Mm. The George Unger. Kiss to death. Sounds familiar, Angelo? Of course. Kiss of death. Uh. Jada kiss. Okay. All right. <laughs> kiss of death. All right. All right. All right. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Okay. Hey, Huh? Yeah, Nick is from the BX. Oh, he's from the Bronx? Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought, I thought you was from Brooklyn. Nah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh. oh. Where in the Bronx? <laughs> what, what, what part of the Bronx? Bronx Neck. Okay, okay, okay. I th- this whole time I thought you was from Brooklyn. My apologies. You're good. Nobody's perfect, bro. Huh? Nobody's perfect, you know what I mean? Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay. Out of all these matches on this card, at least for at least for part at least at least for part two. Edge and Orton, I was looking forward to. Huh? I actually enjoy, I actually enjoyed that shit. It was good, man. It was such a good movie to watch. It was such good shit. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, yo, the Vince the the Vince doll was fucking funny. Yeah. Shit. NWO shit. They ripped off fucking Eric Bischoff. They did Kurt Angle. They did everything, bro. It was so good. He even turned back. He even turned back into the old Bray Wyatt. Yeah. That's what got me off my couch. I think what was so good is that we didn't see the theme until the very end. 
Like they're making the, they're trying to make the fiend scary again. Because this whole thing was like a, a Halloween Horror Nights like nightmare for John Cena. Well, and then he, at the very end, the fiend comes out, gives him the kiss of death, hits him with the sister Abigail, and he's done. Well, if he can get the dub over Cena, then it, it should be no problems trying to get him to be scary again. Shouldn't be yeah. a problem. It, it, sh- it shouldn't be a problem at all. My only problem with when they flash back, are we going to forget that Ray Wyatt did come see him one night for the boat? They didn't show that shit at all. The Elimination Chamber. Yeah. I think they're trying to forget all that. Oh, oh, he he pinned Cena to win the championship at Elimination Chamber. Before the right before the ref hit three, Cena whispered, "Congratulations, kid." Hmm. Hmm. Well, congrats to the fiend for winning. Cause we all three was pulling for you. We all three was rooting for you to win. He couldn't, he couldn't move though. No, uh, he couldn't. At first, I was like. It's kind of a weird, I mean, it's not a weird feud because as much as I hate him, John Cena is a big fucking name. But what we forget is John Cena is a really good actor, too. So for him to do this kind of match where it was mostly a movie, you know what I mean? It's very much acting. John Cena did a great job. He played into it very well. Yeah, he did. You know? Yeah. He did a fucking phenomenal job. Those two, if, if the truth is to be, you know, taken from this, that Bray Wyatt is the one who writes everything for the theme. If he wrote this segment, then Bray Wyatt is a wrestling genius because this was such a good blow-off for this kind of a character where, you know, he's not supernatural, but he's creepy. You know, he's in your head. Very he's creepy. Head John Cena. Very creepy. You know, we got... We had Nikki Bella stuff in there. We had... Oh, man. When he said you could look but you can't touch, that shit had me dying. He had Eric Bischoff, NWO mm-hmm. promos. He had Kurt Angle promos. It was so good. Oh, yeah. He was torturing John Cena. And we felt like John Cena was like a puppet in his own, in his own play. It was just it was all around it was a good production it wasn't a real match it was a, it was a very good production I agree I agree one of the highlights from part two I mean for some people they was confused but I enjoyed it though I I, I enjoyed what I saw out of that match even though like you said it kind of wasn't a match but I enjoyed what I enjoyed what I saw out of them too but I tell you what was a match SmackDown Women's Title. Now, Angelo. Now, Angelo, I know your boo didn't win. Sorry about that. She did not win. When that happened, I was like, all right. It's, uh, this chick's time. Uh, I was so scared. Lacey. Uh, I thought it was her time. I was like, all right. I was so nervous. I'm like, no, Bailey gonna lose now. But I'm glad she didn't. I don't know if Lacey Evans is champ material. To me, she is, bro. To me, she held her home with Charlotte. She did a thing overseas. With Tyler. She's paying so much dues, bro. 
I think she's ready. I just don't know which. Cha- I mean, <laughs> Bailey's a rough one because I feel like Sasha needs to stick the belt off of her. Oh no, that's coming. That's coming now. It's I evident. Feel like Lacey, Lacey needs to take the belt off of somebody, but who is who's the credible champ? Exactly, who's the credible you know? champ? Because at least with SmackDown, with Bailey being the champ. I think we all know who's going to be the one to take it from her. And it's going to be Sasha. It's just a matter of when. Yeah. Because Money in the Bank is coming up next. They did a good setup in this match with Sasha and Bailey kind of having ill will toward each other. But I think I don't want to toot my own horn as a writer who should be hired and fuck any magazine company with two years experience. But I think the best thing they could have done is have Lacey Evans pinned Bailey, so now we know we have to have a new champion, and Sasha pinned Lacey Evans, mm. and so that you have a good match going into SummerSlam or even into Survivor Series that Bailey never really lost that belt to Sasha. Sasha won that belt unfairly, you know, and there's a dissent between the two best friends. Not that I didn't like this match; I thought it was great, but that's just the way I would have told. Yeah, they all did their thing. All of them. All five of them girls did their thing. All of them. Yeah. Tamina, Tamina too. Now, where do you go now that Bailey retained? Well. You keep this going by taking that belt off of Bailey. Neither one of them loses. Like, no one loses here. Even Lacey Evans wouldn't have lost. Remember, Raw after WrestleMania also usually has big title changes, too. Still something coming tomorrow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever the today, could possibly be six tomorrow. True. Could be. Could be. It's going to be a lot of tension with them now because Bailey was talking some hot shit after the match. And Sasha just out the range, just grilling her. She's like, nobody can touch me. You can't touch me. Michael Cole, you can't touch me. JBL, you definitely can't touch me. She said, nobody can touch I'm like, okay. I'm like, all right, Bailey, go ahead. I said, no, somebody can touch you. Yo, bestie. Buffalo <laughs> <laughs> like, like, somebody can touch you now. Mm. Last. Huh? They go see that shit in front of JBL's face. I don't put it past him. He's backstage for bro. I think he was only I think he was only there because this was the year he got inducted in the hall. Was he there last year too? You notice under any time he was on TV and they showed his name, it never said Hall of Famer John Bradshaw Layfield. No. I think they're gonna hold off the the Hall of Fame until at least SummerSlam. You know? Good. They didn't say anything about Hall of Famers. We know who's going in, but they didn't say anything about the Hall of Famers. I don't even, like Bella wasn't there. And good, good, good. Enough, Nikki, just by hearing the first few letters <laughs> of her, uh, her entrance music. Who's going in though? I know it's JBL and the Bellas. Those are the only two I know about. Dave, Dave Boy Smith. Yeah. Bulldog going in? Yeah. It's official, official. Yeah. So yeah. Oh wow. If that's true, about damn time. If that's true, then we just waiting on Owen. Yeah. 
Yep, that's it. Because Anvil's already in, but he's not in as a solo superstar. He's in as the Heart Foundation, but he's still in, though. But, yeah, I think if this is true with Bulldog, then all we're waiting for is Owen. Yeah. So, the 2020 Hall of Fame is Batista. Okay. J.D. Okay. The British Bulldog, Dave <laughs> Smith. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Mother Liar. Oh, yeah. Who? Who? The New World Order, NWO. Oh, I and forgot about them. Bella Twins. I think I'm more pissed at Mania I forgot about it. I forgot about NWO. I forgot about NWO. Yep. I forgot about Batista and Jushin Thunder Liger going in. <laughs> mm. Those are two huge names. Well, congrats to all the Hall of Famers. All of them. Especially Bulldog. Especially him. R.I.P. Davey Boy. All right, we got one more match. One more. And I have to admit, I am on cloud nine that this man is no longer the champ. The match was whack. Don't care. As long as he ain't the champ no more, congrats to Drew McIntyre on being the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Thank you, Drew. Thank you. Which I which I feel about that. Which I feel about that. Yeah, I loved it. I mean, it, it, this was the time to pull the trigger on uh, on Drew McIntyre. I, it sucks that it didn't happen in front of a full crowd. You know, I feel like everybody who would have been there in person would have felt the same thing that Drew has earned it through thick and thin. Drew came back. Drew went to the Indies. He reinvented himself. He came back with vengeance. Earned it, you know. This dude deserves to be on cloud nine. I just feel bad that there wasn't people in the crowd to, to kind of be that third person in the ring with them. I agree. I agree. How you feel, Angelo? Yeah, I agree. The match was ass, but... There was a few things that were pretty cool, like when, when Rock tried to Irish rhythm, him, you could tell that Drew's not a small dude. It was like some competitive Irish rhythm on him. Like it wasn't, he ain't feeling him. He had to work to get his ass in the corner. Rock had his, uh, he had his, uh, his opponent cut for him, man. Yeah. I'm just glad he's going to be gone for a while. <laughs> No, I'm quite sure. I mean, I'm quite sure he'll be back for like a big pay-per-view. But at least for the time being, bye. Like, gone. Get out of here. Don't show your face. What is he going to interrupt? Does he randomly interrupt something? Yeah, he's going to fuck up Braun. His whole thing with the Universal title. He's the Universal Champion again. And money in the back. So I, I think eventually what we're going to get, at least for the Universal title, I think we're going to get Roman and Braun again. I'm cool with that. I'm just happy that Braun's 
Ross Champ. You know, he deserves it, man. But like, I, as much but, as true, Ron deserves it. But I hope it's a long stint, though. I'm hoping it's not like the Intercontinental title, where the next pick with you, he dropped the shit. He needs to keep it for at least two of the big pay-per-views. I say keep it through SummerSlam, keep it through Survivor Series, maybe lose it at the Rumble. Mm. If lose it. If not, have to keep it for the year, but I think he needs to keep it through two of the big four pay-per-views. Mm. Okay. Because he's a big dude, man. It's not hard to book a guy like Braun Strowman. You know what I mean? He's a monster. Monster. And the hard part is finding opponents to put up against him that look credible. And the only one is Roman. Yeah. But, I mean, you have a good chance here where you have a year, a full year, to, like, build Roman as, like, your top babyface. You don't have to make Braun a heel because he's champ. You can keep him a babyface and slowly turn him into a cocky, arrogant babyface and have Roman being, like, the, I deserve this, I took the time off. I worked my way up here, and now I deserve it. Because you know those two are going to do a great match. It's the story that matters. You have to have a good creative, you going to write a good story. They'll do the good match. Give them a good story. Any last words, Angelo? I agree with everything you said. I know the match is going to be great. I want to see how we're going to build that shit up when I'm going to see it up. The crowd's going to turn on Roman again. They already started. Mm-hmm. Make him a babyface, man. He, there wasn't a person, not that you should like glorify his, his cancer. I mean, he, he fought a fucking battle. But when he came back, everyone was behind him. Everyone. You know, you, you gotta make him lovable, man. He is a genuine superhero. He's a real life superhero. Make him that. It's not, you know, don't shove him down our throats. Just let us like him when we're ready to like him. You got a year. You got a year to make Roman the guy. No, but I think they did that with him though when he came back. Like when he came back, they I like at least at least from my point of view, I took it from the perspective of they wasn't trying to throw him down our throat. It's like yeah. he was like he was in mid like he was on he was in the middle of the cards. He wasn't in a tight end picture. Remember he even had that tag match with Taker. <laughs> he was he was a mid carder. So it was like, all right, we're not gonna have him in the title picture no time soon. But now that Rumble was coming up, all right, let's, you know, let's make him the last two in the Rumble. And then, all right, let, 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 let's get him back in this title picture now. You could honestly, if Braun is still the champion of SmackDown, you could have the winner of the Rumble be a Raw guy, have Roman be last, and have Roman challenge, say, hey, I was the second, the second last in the Rumble. I'm challenging Braun Strowman. The universal title, you know what I mean? We even have Braun call him out. You know, you don't make don't make it his thing. Make that he's calling out Roman because Roman was the champ once. And he wants to fight credible champions. So there are ways to write it, man. Like I said, those two will have a great match. The, the whole hard part is having the creative team to write a good story because you know they'll do a good match. Make, make me care about that match. Okay, all right, all right, all right, all right. Any last words before we bounce up out of here? Any last words? Fuck Vince McMahon. Yeah, fuck Vince McMahon, man. Yeah. Shit. I think I threw a lob to y'all for that one. 
I think I threw a lob to y'all for that one. Like, oh yeah, any last words? Guy, right, cool. Fuck you, Vince. <laughs> Once again, man, thank y'all for being on here, man. Thank y'all, thank y'all, thank y'all, man. Thank you. But there it is, folks. It's a wrap for episode 121. Uh it's time that I call it a night and get as much rest as I need because the calm before the storm. I go back to that nightmare of a hospital that I work at tomorrow. So, huh? God be with you. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, man. But yeah, it's a wrap for this episode. Again, thank you all for your support. Thank you for your listens. Thank you for your comments. Uh, you can check me out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, uh, Anchor. It's a couple of streaming platforms that you can hear your boy on. I'm not on Title yet. No, I'm 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 gunning for Title. That's a dream. That, that, <laughs> damn right it's a dream. <laughs> damn right it's a dream, and you know why. <laughs> But, uh, again, thank you all for your support. And uh, y'all can hit the social media pages to find the podcast as well. Facebook, Dre Day. Uh, Instagram, Dre Day 1985. Uh, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. And on Twitter, is Dre Day 1985. So, in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. To my two brothers, Angelo and Nick, all the way from Florida, thank y'all again for being the co-host on this joint. And 121 is now complete. Peace and love. Y'all be safe. Stay safe. Uh, We will beat this thing. We will beat this thing in due time. Peace and love. We signing out. We out of here. Mm -hmm.